So welcome to this other appointment of 50 minutes of experience and today I'm with Aria Caratas from Bologna, Italy. So welcome Aria. Hello. So uh, today we talk about your experience uh, in photography and not only in photography. And uh, as I know, you prepared something to talk about your next project. Uh, uh, and I'm curious to know about that. But uh, what I would love to know more uh, in the beginning is uh, uh, a bit about how did you discover this uh, uh, passion for photography? Well, I think it actually started a long time ago when I was a kid, but I kind of denied it for a long time. So it happened that last year I got a camera from my uncle, which was like super casual gift. And it happened to be like to change my life completely. So I was kind of lost and like I lived for a long time in depression. And when I had that camera in my hands, things suddenly changed. I had a different mindset and I started going out with a camera and it was like a film camera. So. Yeah, I was going out and I was exploring new stuff. And at the same time, I was finding a lot of beauty, which like helped me to get out of this hole. And yeah, and that's how it all started. And I just said, I can't stop doing this. It's it's my thing. It's quite a compulsion, you know? You know? It's a, I think it's an addiction for most of us. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I've been working. It's really nice to understand why is an addiction for every one of us, you know, because every one of us has different perspective, different uh, visual and different way to use the camera. And uh, as some, uh, they do it more street photography, more uh, others, they doing erotic stuff or yeah, anything else, uh, you know, there's always something uh, inside of uh, our picture, our way to shoot uh, that uh, hide also something about our uh, sometimes trauma or perversion what about yeah exactly yeah. well i when i started doing photography a lot of my friends were doing nudes so i was like what's around nudes why there is such a hype so i was like i'm gonna try so i i found this girl and i took some pictures of her nudes of course and then i realized what was it about so there is like a big big dominance over that person that gives you power and they're vulnerable which i really like appreciate people being able to pose nude which i wouldn't be able to do even in front of like good great photographers i don't mind so yeah i discovered the hype behind it but then i was like mm, it's not my thing i like doing it i don't mind i love doing everything i can shoot whatever I'm really into fashion, I love fashion, but at the same time I work on my own projects, which are like trauma healing and stuff like that. So that's what my project is about. It's called Seeds and it comes from a story I read on an Osho book, in an Osho book. And it's about this woman, she loses her child 
and she goes completely crazy. So there is this guy in Taiwan, he tells her, go to Buddha, he will give you the medicine. So she goes to Buddha and he tells her, I would like you to find some mustard seeds in a house that no one died in. So she goes around all these houses and she obviously can't find a house where nobody died. And the lesson was that this is kind of like a, a pain that afflicts all of us. It's a universal pain. So yeah, I decided to build my project around this story and I started going like to people which I knew. And now I'm going to strangers. So it's like I'm doing the same thing she was doing. I'm getting into strangers' houses and taking pictures of what's left of the people that died. So basically I'm like taking pictures of objects that are left from people. And I'm meeting a lot of people and the project is growing in a very like articulate way since I'm not only taking pictures of objects, but I also found people that like published books about the death of their like parent or something like that. There's this guy, his name is Ricardo Froloni. He wrote a book about uh, his father, which died. And uh, yeah, I went to his house, took some pictures and I'm gonna use some of his poetry in the book. So yeah, it's growing and it's going in different directions and we will see what will happen. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's the base of research. Uh, when you start just a research for a reason or for another, uh, you will get in touch with a lot of different details uh, that write you in a exactly. different way. And uh, that's the most interesting part to be a photographer and researcher in that field, that we can also discover something uh, was hid inside of us. And uh, as I know, you don't want to talk about your origin uh, uh, but I can feel it a lot that uh, your origin uh, uh, influenced uh, your kind of pictures, especially in the aesthetics uh, uh, of the people and uh, especially in the, um, in the use of the lights. Um, and uh, yeah, I will not go to ask you about uh, that, uh, but yeah, I will go around that, uh, that topic uh, to go uh, in something uh, in any case, a bit deeper uh, and I would love to know if um, there are some experience in your life uh, that uh, ride you also in uh, in, uh, in not a good way uh, to feeling what you was doing in photography was probably something was riding you in a, in a cruel part of your life well, uh, my origin, is, uh, I'm Eastern European and Middle Eastern European, let's say that. I'm half Kurdish, half Russian, which is pretty complicated, but I grew up in Bulgaria. So yeah, I guess the aesthetics of uh, the pain and the decadence are something that you can find in all of my pictures, even maybe like the picture is something joyful. There is always something melancholic about it, I guess. Uh, at least that's what I try to do. I like... Death actually brought me to life, <laughs> to the celebration of life. And the first person that I lost in my life was my grandpa. And that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> let's say like, let's suppose that's the thing. And it's a thing that I really didn't understand. I was 14. So it led me to a very destructive lifestyle and yeah I wasn't like really happy and then the death of my father which happened one year ago almost brought me out of this hole and 
and kind of like close the circle which I was running in the spiral and yeah and like that brought me to celebrate life and uh, that's how it all started like I, I knew the beginning I knew that I wanted to be a photographer but I didn't know how I, I ignored it I had a friend she was like reading into photography and I was um, like yeah what's about photography it's nothing cool I don't like it but in the meantime I was like super intrigued and I was taking pictures by myself secretly yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to admit that I was cool because everybody were like oh photography is so cool and I was like no it's not cool you know yeah 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 I totally I totally feel it and uh, I know that you did, uh, you spent most of your time uh, in Lodi, uh, that uh, is uh, quite away from Bologna. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't want to focus on Lodi in that time, uh, but I will ask you that uh, I think you are really influenced uh, uh, from uh, Bologna city, especially in your poetry part. And uh, as you, I also wrote, I, I wrote a book of poetry uh, that I feel uh, um, that took part of my life really intensive uh, when I was not able to shoot in picture. And uh, I started to just writing down uh, everything. And now I'm not, uh, it's, it's really crazy because I, I'm not able anymore to write anything, anything. And okay, that's uh, that's an interesting point we're coming to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was uh, like, uh, you know, super overproductive. I wrote uh, kind of uh, 2000 poetry in one year. Wow. Really, I had to put out a lot. And then from uh, a moment to another, from uh, almost two months after my mother died, uh, just stopped and i had no words anymore okay okay i do understand and i never goes back to write it's a, it's i don't have a, you know it was just an impulse to put down words and writing i was not really thinking about poetry i never had the, you know uh, like passion to writing uh, something Okay. Just started from a moment, stopped at another moment. And uh, I'm curious to know how the poetry influenced the photography or how the photography influenced your poetry. Well, I I know I would I would not ever define myself with a label, but I have always felt more as a writer like to myself if I speak to myself honestly but not like a writer that wants to do that as a job but just a person that has the necessity to write so I started writing when I was a kid before photography of course because yeah that's what it happened like I, I don't know just the way it is and Honestly, I'm not able to uh, put the same energy in both and not, I don't always have the same energy. I mean, sometimes I'm like really busy with photography and I give all of my energy to photography and other times it's poetry and I think both are communication tools. So it depends on what you want to communicate. Like I usually don't let anyone read my poetry. And it's something very personal. I started doing that lately and I'm working on a, on a book of poetry and photography. But yeah, it's just 
two different communication tools and yeah i feel i feel them uh, they are really really similar i think photography is a, a good medium uh, uh, to be to have these similarities to poetry because it's composed by metaphor most of the time and it's composed True. by details uh, that um, uh, everyone uh, uh, recognizes in a different way um, and the poetry has the same power uh, of photography uh, let you travel uh, in some uh, meaning of the words uh, and you just jump from a meaning to another because sometimes there is this um, analogies of uh, uh, stepping out from the real meaning of the word and uh, photography has this power and uh, yeah I was in my experience uh, was really good that I started to write and uh, to read more about uh, also um, uh, meaning uh, uh, and etymologies and the logic of the writing uh, to understand better how to work as a curator in photography. And uh, I understood also the, the, the real importance of uh, using picture as comma and uh, point uh, inside of a storyline uh, that's uh, um, detained, you know, the rhythmic uh, inside of a book. Uh, that probably something uh, not everyone focused in a, in a work uh, uh, in photography. But I think when we have really strong picture, really strong scenery, it's really important that uh, we take a breath between um, a story and another, or between a chapter and another inside of our story. And I want to, to know uh, how much is important to breathe inside uh, of this process for you. To breathe. Yeah, to breathe. To be, to just breathe inside inside of uh, your life. Well, I do breathing exercises because it's sometimes really hard to breathe. So yeah, I have this thing. I take deep breaths almost all the time when I feel like I'm stuck or whatever. But I don't feel that stuck anymore. I feel like I'm pretty fertile, like in my mind. But I wanted to say something about like poetry, photography. I think they're both should be looked in a book, like they should be taken by a book. So you read poetry, not on your computer, you read it in a book. So it's photography. So you can, as you said, you can put a comma or whatever you want. Like that's the way photography should be seen on paper. But at the same time, I believe that poetry is more honest than photography. To me, photography, the picture itself, it's not reality. It's something you create. So, yeah, to me, there are two different things, but they should be taken in the same, like, in the same way. Hmm. It's, a, it's a nice point of view. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I ever think, uh, when I think about the next book I will publish I, uh, with this project. Uh, I, I push a lot in uh, doing magazine book uh, publication in general. And I think about always next book, next book, next book. I always think about doing, uh, mixing the media, mixing the media, uh, using the media in a different way. And uh, uh, I'm, uh, in a way, I will, I will love to say that I will love to buy a Xerox, uh, putting here uh, close to me and printing uh, the pictures of others and, uh, you know, deliver uh, 
this picture to someone in the world to write on poetry or other stuff or letter or else and uh, going on to re restart to making uh, the post real post-production of a book but uh, it's a nice point of view what you said so we have the our uh, last minutes of conversation as we don't oh. really long for <laughs> podcasts uh, and I would love to know uh something is really touched you uh during your uh, process as photographer i mean not not to be just a photographer but happened something inside of your life uh, because of photography that you would never expect and touched you really deeply then changing uh, something you was not uh, able to change before well <laughs> This type of things happen all the time if you're um, mindful enough and look at the stuff that's going on with your life. So it's really hard for me to say now like this. But yeah, every day something happens and it gives you science. I don't know. Actually, not sure. Probably because you're asking me right now, I cannot answer. But when I will like go in my kitchen and start cooking, I will have the answer for this. Yeah, the silence is always the most uh, inspirative part of our life, I think. And uh, every answer comes always some minute after uh, we was thinking about. Yeah, it's like, uh, what's your favorite song? How can I know? I don't know, like, all the songs of the world to choose one. It's uh, hard this question. Is, this is hard also for me. I mean, uh, fortunately, not uh, anymore. Someone asked me, oh, what is your favorite song? Oh, what is your favorite color? <laughs> oh, what is your favorite food? And I... Uh, oh, with colors, it's easier. You have, like, few colors and you can, like, choose between those. But when you have, like, infinite choices, then, then, then it's hard. Hmm. But I always think about, yeah, there is no favorite uh, things. Uh, and probably if there is, uh, I don't have the word now. Probably the word. Exactly. Didn't burn uh, to, to come to me now, right now, and say what is. Because uh, it's everything, I think, a matter of, uh, of uh, what uh, we think to know. And uh, as we know, also, I'm really passionate about anthropology and uh, also uh, etymology and yeah we we don't have enough word i think to describe our word so it's really difficult to describe what is my favorite things then yeah exactly i, I think the same way so i, I completely agree so i thank you a lot for this uh, small conversation with you i i'm really thanks to you to see your uh, evolution your project and uh, what's come out from your mind and your vision and uh, if anyone want to see the work of aria can go in the link in the description there are all the link uh, hover or instagram uh, link tree uh, lomography and what else so everything <laughs> thank you a lot for that and uh, thanks to uh, you great day of inspiration thank you Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.